One of the most striking things that I have seen in the last couple of years is the divisiveness that has occurred within, um, you know, across the world, but in particularly within um, the United States. There's been a tremendous amount of emphasis on us versus them you versus me rather than focusing on we and one of the toughest things that i have dealt with um, especially living in the um, southern united states is seeing people that you would normally think as um, kind and generous people acting in different ways and um, i've had to recalibrate considerably who I, um, you know, how I thought about people and what, um, you know, what is their perspective on life? And, and some people at very sort of senior um, leadership positions, not within the particular organization where I live, actually, or where I work, it's actually been very um amazing what my institution where I currently work, how they have dealt with things. I've actually been pretty, very much impressed um, with that particular institution. But in other walks of life, be it, you know, religious organizations or in leadership positions um, that, that lead people, you know, particularly I'm thinking right now in terms of you know, people that have been on talk radio, for example, uh, and, and some people that I've looked up to very, very much so and had a very tremendous impact on my life, but have um, turned out to be not what I thought that they were um, under under pressure and in sort of a very divisive culture have gone in completely different ways. Um, and I think for me, this has demonstrated all the much more the importance, the downright, um, the downright just essence that we need something like this reciprocity project that speaks about um, finance and leadership and, um, um, you know, qualities of what is, what is sort of, you know, morality, I guess, in this world, but as well as teaching and getting people to think about um, academic research and all of those kind of things and having a voice in this world where people are emphasizing things that, matter that that are are fundamentally sort of truth based and i know you know doing doing you know podcasts and on youtube and all that kind of stuff like like there is a lot of discussion there's a lot of sort of personal opinion and all those kind of things but you know i'm deeply routed and rooted in 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 academia and i really trust sort of academic research and i i trust the um you know, what we are, I trust science very strongly. Um, 
And so, you know, if people are, are there and they want to um, give insight that is sort of science-based and stuff, I'm always there and always listening. And I think having a voice that is getting people to think about performance, um, you know, finance and, and leadership and what to do in their life, but also that sort of follows the, the trajectory that is, that is pretty sound. But, um, you know, getting people to walk through those different things, I think is very important in this world. It's more important now to teach people um, about what we are doing. Um, and to teach people about, you know, that academia, for example, actually in research actually is, is truthful. And what we try to do is root out everything that we possibly can to get to the possible truth. But also being, you know, I don't want to be the voice where, I deeply believe in a lot of religious things. I think that there is a lot of things that we can't explain in this world um, that there is a real, and there's also a very strong need for um, a lot of, uh, um, you know, the, the socialization, but also lots of sort of things that come from, um, you know, religious organizations and, um, different positions like that is what I'm saying is sort of plurality of thought is very healthy. Um, but also not only, you know, plurality of thought and having different support systems, but also recognizing that diversity is incredibly important for progress, but also recognizing how to encourage people from diverse backgrounds um, to pursue sort of truthfulness and, and, you know, kindness, I think. So for me, this is where I'm standing here. And this is where I'm going to, I think, academia, the currently where how it stands in a lot of um, academic culture, and sort of, you know, even the finance culture, which, you know, I'm in the business um, area, I study business, is very dog eat dog. Um, sort of cutthroat, and I think it's actually unnecessarily um, angry at the world in a lot of ways. And I think it's sort of inherently built into competitive natures and, and sort of competitive systems where, you know, competition makes breeds, um, you know, nastiness. And in, um, you know, in the, in the business world and as well in um, academia, which is some of the more competitive sort of arenas around, there is a lot of nastiness. And that's why I can also see that there is a tremendous need for religious organizations and sort of spirituality and, um, you know, coming to to things that, that matter in this world, like family and, you know, different things like that. Having picnics, <laughs> you know, things like that, that are not performance related are absolutely essential to human existence, especially in a world that emphasizes competition um, and the sort of nastiness of people. But at the same time, I also recognize in that particular arena that there is a lot of, um, a lot of people um, from, from different sort of walks of, you know, 
uh, of this sort of religious side and religious organizations that that have sort of lost their way, I think, in my personal opinion, but I don't know that much, um, that have lost their way and are emphasizing things that I think are are not truthful or they're hurtful um, to other people and having an in-group, out-group mentality. And that's part of the problem with... Um, you know, basing a logic, and there's there, actually Jim March, at, who's a, I speak very fondly of him, he passed away in the last few years, but he was one of the most influential scholars in my life, and he had sort of a logic that was talking about that, the logic of consequence, which is very much this idea of performance, and that the things our life, um, um, our life is based around you know, executing and getting things done and being the best and all that kind of stuff. But then there's also a logic of appropriateness, which is about, um, you know, doing things that matter in this world. And he speaks actually a, quite a bit about the sort of tension of that. Not, not as much as I think he should have, but there is very much a sort of discussion where there is this tension that we do things in life because they are important that, um, you know, that, that, that spending time with your kids is one of the most glorious things that we can ever do. Um, and it's completely unperformance related, unless you take the view that the reason why you're spending time with your kids is so they don't end up on the streets and stuff like that, and that your performance, the way you're measuring performance is on, what your kids end up doing, whether they become an Olympic athlete or whatever, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but where I'm going with this is that having a voice, my voice, you know, I'm specifically talking about that right now and I'm sort of going on the limb that sort of tries to balance that. I think it's a very good option in this world um, where and, but it's my own personal opinion. Of course, I'm going to say that, right? That's what you're thinking. But what's important to realize is, is that it is a voice. It's not because it's like I'm the voice and I'm the sort of all-knowing and all that kind of stuff. But it is a voice, I think, that is different, that's distinct, that nobody is sort of bounding, crossing those boundaries um, as much as... as as we would like. And I would like to encourage all of you that are listening at this moment to, um, you know, emphasize that in your life and the importance of both, um, you know, both, both the sort of performative aspects that we do in this world and accomplishing things and becoming a leader and being the best and all that kind of stuff, but also emphasizing, um, sort of more spiritual sort of moral purpose aspects of life and balancing those that that are right for you at the right time so if you need more sort of performative aspects and sort of focusing on performance where you're just you need to accomplish something and that's that's all that matters well that's great for you at this moment but also if you are in a moment in your life where you have to take a step back and say, what the heck am I doing here? Why am I doing this? And emphasize you know, the more sp spiritual and moral aspects of life are very important. And so for me, it is 
ebbed and flowed as I've as I've lived. Um, you know, I'm 42 at this moment, a little old and crusty, and I have I have ebbed and flowed in terms of what I've emphasized. But I think as I'm getting older. Um, and this is like completely natural, right? We have kind of a life cycle, I guess, uh, where we sort of ebb and flow and we sort of think about different things. I think that there's a model out there. I remember reading about it years ago where we ebb and flow, um, and there's sort of moments in life where you start thinking about different things. But, you know, early on, I was very focused on sort of performance. And if you would have sort of convinced me otherwise that there's other things in this world, which I did recognize. I think it was very important to me all along. But, um, you know, I was more about the performance and sort of emphasizing, you know, incentives and things like that. But now I'm, I'm gravitating towards, you know, why do we do this? Why is this important? Because I think that performance aspect of it only gets you so far. That's why I'm emphasizing it that at this moment. I've sort of reached sort of moments in my life where I've actually accomplished things that I wanted to. And then you start questioning, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> and you have to start going to other areas of why you do what you do. Because frankly, you just kind of are like, okay, I've reached it. Now what? I've got to actually push the goalpost or reach in different directions that allow me to keep going. And I think that's the important part is this sort of balance between the two. And when they get out of balance, where you focus more on, you know, performative aspects um, and, and more, you know, the logic of consequences versus the logic of appropriateness. And you focus more on sort of morality and stuff. That's what we're fighting this bound. We're fighting the um, appropriate amounts that we need to, to have in this world, um, in your life. And what you really want to try to do is recognize that that exists, that there's these boundaries and they both matter. They're both very important. And there's sort of both logics that are very important and they're critical in our lives. Um, and, and recognize when you might want to use one versus the other and um, recognize that, that it, it's helpful to blend them, but also know when one is feeling like I don't know if this is, you know, this is happening. Recognize that that is a little bit of a, a sign for you to adjust what you end up sort of focusing on. Science in itself is very much performative based or very much on the sort of consequence, logical consequence, which is, which is a shame because a lot of knowledge needs to not have that. And we need to not we, sort of be we need to do things because we're sort of passionate about it. And that's where, you know, a lot of scientists, they do that, where they just do things because they're passionate about it and they come up with major discoveries. It's nothing to do with the performative aspects of publishing more research articles and all that kind of stuff, but because of the fact that you actually do it because you enjoy discovery. Um, and then this, the sort of other aspects of life, family, religion, uh, other organizations, uh, you know, other leadership organizations and stuff that are in your life and more focused on, you know, the moral aspect of things. 
uh, in, you know, family, I couldn't imagine sort of counting the hugs in my family. Like, like that's nuts. Um, that's just nuts. If you did that, like, golly, um, good on you. But man, that's, that's not the family I want to live in. But, you know, that's, that's where um, I, I want you to sort of think about that and balancing that. And, and as one sort of gets out of kilter with the other, um, you know, you have to take a step back and realize what, what the heck are you doing and recalibrate those. And I think that's an important thing to do. And hopefully with a little bit of discussion, a little bit of like me blabbering on might be helpful for you. Um, if it's not helpful for you, that's okay. It's helpful for me. I sort of, I'm using this to sort through my own thoughts and hopefully that allows you to think about your own things. So you know I'm going a little bit on the limb at this moment um, and speaking about areas where some people might get sort of hot and upset, but I think it's good to talk about that. I think it's important to have these open conversations um, and I think we need to emphasize that, the, the importance of both in our world and the importance of being open and diverse and be thoughtful. So with that, hopefully you have a good day. Take care and uh, I'm enjoying. I'd love to, to see you on the next one. All right.